Yo, 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 Joeberg, everybody. My name is Steve. This is episode 301 of G.I. Joeberg, the big, bad snake ship. I am your host on this adventure, but I'm not alone. Joining me, as always, my South African compatriots, it's Paulie. Boog! Hey, everybody. And Robbie! Robert. Good evening. Hello, hello, hello. Hey there. Top of the world. Uh, getting there, getting there. Um, we're in high spirits um, simply, well, for a number of reasons, but most recently, South Africa has advanced to the semi-finals of the Rugby World Cup 2023, knocking out the host nation of France. <laughs> it is a bittersweet victory, but... Uh, I'll try down with cut up about it. <laughs> we like fried so those froggies. Uh, I mean, they played a damn good game, but they did. We, we are the world what what makes it bittersweet? Uh, bittersweet. I'm like, we beat them. I'm happy. Yeah, we... It's a shame. Well, Sorry. anytime, Over anytime the, the host nation goes out of a World Cup, you just feel like the, the mood on the street kind of falls flat. Like, yeah, sure, there are probably a lot of South Africans in in, in Paris, but uh, not quite as many as there are Frenchmen. Well, there were so, certainly a lot of South Africans when the South African Soccer World Cup was in South Africa. Woo. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Woo. We were very sad. Well, look, we didn't even make it to the quarterfinals. No, we weren't even that sad. We, we kind of knew. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, every South African cool soccer supporter is actually like a closet Brazil, Argentina, or Spain, or Portugal supporter. So like... Or Bundesliga, like they're big fans of Germany. Oh, Germany, a lot of, people of support course. Germany. And the Netherlands. Um, anyways, guys, we're a G.I. Joe podcast, what, what actually. Are we doing? What are we um, doing? Yeah, yeah. Let's not flex exactly how, how <laughs> oh, little we know about professional sports. Um, <laughs> <laughs> today is the first G.I. Joe book episode uh, recorded after the incredible announcement of the Cobra Mothership. Yes, I'm probably tipping my hand at this point, but if Ooh. you are an O-ring collector like myself, this is actually the moment you've been waiting for. Um, every single Hasbro oh. effort has been a non-starter to this point and just rehashing stuff we already had. Not only Whoa. is the Cobra Mothership a new toy, it is a substantial new toy super seven is rolling hard rolling heavy with something out the gate which i think it's 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 historical it's um not it's only crazy. the first large scale cobra vehicle of its of its nature i mean cobra is starved of bases here they have their first mobile base um but the fact that it's a third-party company yeah, not even a hasbro <laughs> made toy and it is brand spanking new and gargantuan and fully realized and 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 we're going to get into the merits of it but yeah as i say i've i've actually purposefully stayed off the chats with these guys Ooh. all in rob's opinions on the thing are not known to me they don't know what i'm thinking i don't know what they likewise thinking. likewise i got yeah. some early opinions out courtesy of gary v of the chapman's assistance motorpod who is here with us today yeah um which i'm very grateful for because i needed to release those those early thoughts i was like a pressure cooker up to that point um because yeah, but, i was but we patiently so, waiting for so like, sunday like yeah, well, Stephen was like, oh. don't you dare tell us your opinions like he, he called us frantically i was like it's so cool but <laughs> oh my god it's like oh, but don't talk about it <laughs> okay. 
But uh, we are live currently for the public. Um, thank you for joining us, members uh, of the Berg Force. Thank you for joining us, members of the greater G.I. Joe community at large and G.I. Joe community at large. You just happened to click on this link that a G.I. Joe thing was happening right now. So but uh, let's 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 name drop some peeps. Hans Chow, Spoon Killer, the early, early uh, team in doing some chats before we even started broadcasting. Brick Fiction was there. Darren Cobb, bright and early wow. in Australia. Gaz is there. So the Berg Force in, in fine effect. Bob Squad, uh, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Yeah, it seemed like a lively chat. I'll have to go back and read it. Draws uh, Walker's just joined alive. us. Chaplain Assistant Monopod uh, as MC we DC, uh, ACDC, MC, DJ. <laughs> Andrew's here. Andrew's here. here. Andrew's awesome. Here. Thanks for joining us, guys. We're no, up to 14 no, already, and I'm sure that number will just grow. Please uh, feel free to keep the chats as lively as possible. We want to hear your opinions as we cross these various talking points. But um, I've chewed the airwaves enough. Gents, um, just as an opening gambit, Paul, Rob, what do you have to say? About the snake ship or about things in general? Do you think we'll have time to talk about things in general? We got the it's World Cup the news out of the way. We're gonna roll on. What? We've okay. Done it. Let, let me not. No, no, everything's cool, man. What's, like, what's generally okay with you, Paul? How's how's no, the everything's going? awesome? No, I'm I'm great. We did well at Comic Con. I'm very happy. So hell yeah, yeah. Kicked all kinds of butt. Been busy with my camera. Been enjoying mm. some of my classified toys before new ones arrive, so that I don't neglect them. Yeah, some cool stuff's happening. So, don't be neglectful. Yeah. Don't be dumb. And Robbie, don't anything it. cool on your side? What's been happening in your world, man? <clears throat> Nothing much recently. Um, I've I've been kind of I I had a goal of watching a horror movie a day. I've fallen exceptionally far behind. I think I've watched <laughs> three at this point. <laughs> You're an underachiever at your TV watching, Rob. You no, I gotta do more. Gotta That's do a strange more. type of failure. It is a very weird failure, but I, I'm going to catch up. Don't worry. Um, it was Friday the 13th, um, this past Friday. It was. And uh, I watched a movie called the No One Gets Out Alive, which I think came out in 2020 or something based on some sort of horror novel. Um, pretty decent overall. Um, but it's always that irritating thing with some horror movies where the, the scares are for the audience more so than it is for the characters that are in the movie. So yes. The, the audience, the camera, you know, kind of like shows something and there's something that the character cannot see, like lights going down, like, doo -doo 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 -doo. and then suddenly they notice. And it was like, it would be so much scarier if you noticed these things with the characters instead of being like, mm. ooh, I, I see it first. How are you going to react to this after I react to it? Um, but overall, yeah, a pretty decent movie. Um, it went cool places. Um, I would definitely recommend watching it. Yeah, um, I'll be watching a lot more. I have Amazon Prime, and Amazon Prime is like filled with just like tons old school it has shit. I love so it. much horror. Like it's it's absolutely insane how much horror is on Amazon Prime Actually, compared to any other streaming service that I have access to. Um, on the on the topic of movies, man. Sorry, just I linked you guys to a very average but fun ninja movie called Ninja. <laughs> um. I will, I will Which was like, sure. I, I really, I actually quite enjoyed it again. I actually enjoyed it more the second time around than I did the first time, mostly because I just enjoyed it for what it is, really. Um, okay. But the ninja stuff is actually very good, except for the, um, his weapon 
I can't tell if they're trying to make it a rope dart or a kasori gamma, but it's definitely not supposed to be a kasori gamma. Well, you know, it it's, it's, it's anyway. It's going to break my immersion if he doesn't use it as a kasori gamma, you know. Like, I mean, you know, well, it, it you breaks know my you have to use it like that. You know, because there's a lot the of stuff that they teach correctly, like stuff <laughs> that people would miss. For example, the sneaking, the way when they're teaching them as children how to be sneaky and not make a noise, how you put the weight on your first on your front feet and you kind of do this like shuffle thing, as opposed to your back feet, and yeah, as opposed to putting going heel toe, and yeah, that kind of accuracy is there, and then they were missing the point with something else. Anyway, it was fun yeah. for a bad movie, and then sounds, I also watched John Wick brilliant. Four, which was just fun. So. Oh, absolutely, John McFord is absolutely fantastic. I love the part where you get, get falling on the stairs. <laughs> oh, I can't make it to the top of the stairs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, no. But I have not yeah, seen the, it. The little that warrior pod has in there. permeated me. <laughs> I, 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 I've heard about this uh, staircase <laughs> mission. Oh, God, i got to get up again and do this. But the Cobra Mothership looks absolutely insane. <laughs> We're and back actually, on track, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it the looks main event. It's, it looks oh, really cool. Kill my camera. I watched a very cool video Stephen shared um, that shows you the interior of the uh, the mothership, and I mean, there's some cool stuff in there. Uh, it's it, and I think as Stephen described, it, it very much is the mobile um, base the Cobra has always needed. Um, it's got everything in there. Um, mm. Yeah. Well, at the risk of um, not um, getting everyone off to the same point of departure, like. I don't know if it, this conversation will necessarily be served by taking up a huge chunk at the front end, breaking down the tiers, breaking down the stretch goals, breaking down what's included the base offering. I'm just, it's been done enough online. Hopefully, GI Joe isn't your only port of call. But then again, anyone can check out the, the website, super7.com, and get the full list. I think, Rob, sure. what I want to do is do exactly what you just mentioned and, and take us on the sort of guided tour of the internals because mm. I pulled screen grabs of that, um, that walkthrough. And I think that is going to be serving us uh, big time. Um, mm. Let me just find it. Talk amongst yourselves. Boys. Yeah. It's, it's a problem. No, ninja. <laughs> <laughs> Heck you um, brother. Heck you. This work of uh, walkthrough was fun. It's yeah. Okay. You there's one thing the that the walkthrough. There's one thing that the walkthrough kind of uh, makes. Uh, well, it feels obvious, but it's it's not because you're never going to be in that perspective. So it's not it's not a problem with the toy at all. But mm -hmm. it does feel like a GoPro in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it, it does feel you're very under the lid. You're under yeah. the lid of this thing, exploring the internals, which is fascinating. Of course, it all is a digital render, but that's just to facilitate putting a camera where it would Not be very awkward accent. to put a camera. Hans, we start Hans on the says, bridge. Hans, Hans Charles says, we want to hear the news in a South African accent. So sensual. Flip yeah, are we inside? We inside. This, this I'm not going to say it's a challenge inside. that we can't meet because we can't keep it up for two hours, but I do think folks are not going to understand what we're saying. Yeah. So for the oh, sake of clarity, we but, but, water but they down. Get it. They're gonna get it. They're gonna we get it. They down the South African talk. accent. Right. But uh, just, right. just know, Mister Chow, we could bring it. We bring can it bring it space, all the way. Hundred percent. We can go 100%. full. 
Don't adult. We go all the way to the, the try line. Be great. We go over the try line with our with the, with our accents. But for now, we want people. For now, to understand we this. pour over the details of is this thing. All the bells and whistles are there. Like a GI Joe vehicle <laughs> or playset would be of that size. Answers all my questions. Sorry, Steve, would, I couldn't help myself. Would be model kit esque in its approach. Mm. It would use stickers to bring out details. This thing is Not fully Jay. painted with fully sculpted like cobra sigil archway for the doors mm. which then very cleverly kind of slide into the curves curves of the arches so that you've got a little wiggle room to get your nail to um you know slide those tabs it just occurred mm. to me how clever or intuitive a design that is to have a, a square door set into an you know a cobra symbol shaped um aperture because you will always yes, have those very little corners orifice. of door to be able to pull it yeah that's clever the trouble bubbles uh store nicely on the back ramp as do the early bird special parachutes i'm gonna the the, sorry walls. i'm killing steve slow the hallway it's fun <laughs> this is the only like little bit of contention i have right now right. talk to me bubble. baby the launch pad so, trouble bubbles oh. i love i love the idea of the flight pods slash trouble bubbles being there but I think a lot, I, I really hope that Super 7 designed this to also accommodate the vintage trouble bubble, which I don't think they did, to be very honest. Um, if there's a locking that, mechanism, maybe, because the vintage trouble bubble does have two ridges on the bottom, which, I mean, assuming there even is a, me a sort of a, a slot on the floor, wouldn't that be nice if they thought ahead? That would be super cool. Thought retroactively. Well, if, 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 if have you noticed though enough, that there's an image of there. there's an image of Cobra Jurassic Island? Uh, no, not Jurassic Park. Not Jurassic that is the Park. classic <laughs> uh, Cobra Cobra Island Civil War um, sort of top-down mm. topographical map. You can see Cobra Island, um, the volcano where the landlocked freighter gets sent. Uh, you can see <laughs> the airstrip where the sort of the GI Joe uh, Battle Force 2000 landing party arrive. I mean, phew, this is this, they've done their homework, boys. Which is have good. a good day, Joe fan eighty four. I hope you have a fun time. Enjoy with the Halloween party at the Halloween party, and have yeah, you noticed that they enjoy us on the replay? They scratched up the plastic just to give it some texture. Ooh. It's not like glossy smooth. It looks played with in this render. I appreciated that too. Yeah, so that was nice. a great, a nice little detail. It's a nice little detail. You can see I love the this. turrets are kind of recessed into recessed. the roof you can see them there but you turn the corner and flint is in the brig the door is that same slatted red door that mm. you find on the pterodrome nice continuity Terodrome, there yep. you have sculpted uh, chains handcuffs on the wall you have the but it looks like there's Cobra an actual play feature chain there as well yes so. yeah the, there's a real chain and a sculpted chain by the looks of it yeah so cool. uh, sorry, let me say that a, a practical chain, an actual sculpted linked yeah. chain, and then there are just sculpted details on the walls. And, as and well. in a nice twist, mm. sorry, Steve, if you if you Please wind continue. back, at least oh. at the, at least this jail cell is not like right next to the briefing room, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is a nice touch actually. Like I wonder if that was done intentionally. Like if Super Seven was like, we're gonna put our jail as far away from the briefing room as possible, you know. And not make the same mistakes as G.I. Joe does. <laughs> but it does look so, like the prisoner could effectively reach his hand through one of the slats and mess with the turret guns. 
don't know if you want that, nah. which is also fun. I is very Sunbow. Very Sunbow logic. He'd like <laughs> point it at the deck. The gun. <laughs> point it at the deck. <laughs> I don't see how you. There's not much control there. Come on, there. There's a nah. I don't. Think but you so. could Dude, do some cool. In the cartoon, like, people place... pulled um, missile launchers off yeah. the backs of Stinger jeeps and used them as like <laughs> handheld weapons. I'm looking at you, yeah. Zartan. I think it was in um, Worlds Without End. <laughs> yeah, funny time. And also, rubbish, like rubbish. Your your childlike mind can like play the escape from that pretty well as well because you've got a control oh, sure. panel quite close to it that his arm can't get to. But maybe you can fashion something out of like, you know, uh, cable ties or something that comes with a toy. Just like, you know. So something that I'm going that. to see fun. in the uh, walkthrough is the way the bomb dropping mechanism works. Mm -hmm. So towards the back of the plane, the, the ship, uh, you have a rack for these massive Cobra bombs. Only one of the tubes is uh, practical, which means that the bombs slide on a kind of a they have a, a, a mushroom not not quite a mushroom but yeah i suppose a mushroom pin at the back that slides along this slot uh towards the the hole oh. and drop out one at a time very very cool yeah you can see the uh you can see the slide um aperture and the the part of the bomb that marries to it Boodook. clever simple practical works very uh, awesome. Is anyone keeping up with the chats? Because um, I see it's blowing yeah. up. Oh, for sure. Well, yeah. welcome to Anything Joe's. Yeah. JDO's has, has joined us as well. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, Moonlight47 asked if there's uh, confirmation whether the vintage modern trouble bubbles fit. Uh, no, there isn't any confirmation on that. But I feel I like think they if could. I, I mean, that if you look at the pictures here, the renders, I mean, like, there's, there's enough space there. You take these ones out, you can probably pop in the old ones. Like, the I don't want curved. to make that assumption. I'm the back ramp, the bank, I think back ramp has these ridges. The back ramp uh -huh. has these ridges. And <clears throat> as, as previously mentioned, the classic trouble bubble and this new Super 7 trouble bubble have these fins that come off mm -hmm. the bottom. It would be really unfortunate if the Super 7 ones were a different, a, a different width to the classic. Mm -hmm. Because it would be really nice if the classic trouble bubbles did also fit those 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 ramp ridges. I would imagine these are actually even slightly bigger, maybe, because I mean to be able to fit a reaction figure in there comfortably. I think it's getting onto be... Paul's forthcoming point that maybe they're a little too chonky. Mm. No, but then right, that Paul? means that the old ones should be able to fit in. I'd like to I think, think that these are short I think these are shorter, like a little bit shorter than the original. And uh, certainly the front uh, profile looks more like and I'm gonna credit Chris McLeod of full force on this one. <laughs> it looked like they could be like Lego. Because they have a more squared off, whereas the original, it's a, it's a, it's a dainty thing. It's got a mm. lot of swoopy lines and and thin details. These look thicker and blockier, but we're more not seeing robust. a very good angle of them at the moment. Debrya J asks, Ch change of heart for Super Seven GI Joeberg? Hmm. Would appear so. Um, and we'll, think, we'll, uh, we'll get into the actually exactly Hold on, objection. Actually, that's why I pulled this out. Sorry. Oh, We've okay. never been anti Super Seven. We've just been anti reaction figures. I own yeah, Super Seven I think figures. I've true. put like substantial investments in their business. I have a lot of Ninja Turtles <laughs> from them. I like Super <laughs> Seven. Up. I just don't love reaction figures. Yeah, Carry on. That's <laughs> not our, our cup of tea generally. 
Um, you get some yeah. lovely detail of the Cobra Gunner included reaction figure um, in this next shot. It seems he does have the tampo or the kind of the, the the very stylized skull detail that we often see Vipers depicted with, but the classic figure never did have. Probably mm. because the articulation point on a rowing figure would interfere with that. But with maybe, it, yeah. maybe we're going to see it on uh, on these guys. Um, these panels sort of swing up and down they animate them in the um video yeah in the video yeah. that's very there's lots nice. of moving parts there's also like earlier they also showed like panels that come up i think there's two or three panels oh you can see it in the back of this picture here actually the panel behind the chair actually also does lift up oh uh, kind of i have a criticism it seems they've duplicated the cobra island uh map well, of Which... course, they're going to duplicate these no, things. It's not going to be different stickers for every single piece. They're not stickers. Thing. I don't think. I think that is um, that is Temple a paint operation. Mm. Well, whatever. The armory is, is very. There's nice. a limit to the to the detailing. I think we've got sculpted guns and grenades, sculpted packs, <laughs> but also practical weapons that are included. And in fact, put them in there. Even though the base offering doesn't come with the trouble <laughs> bubbles. You will get trouble bubble missiles to populate that armory. No jokes. Guys, how do you feel about that actually while you're there? Because oh, it's a tease. We're yeah, definitely gonna get I... trouble bubbles regardless of whether this funds or not. I think that's okay. that's a, a, a booby prize or second second string prize, a distant second string. I mean, how I do you feel the... about the sculpted uh backpacks and things like that that are not practical that you can't use, like the sculpted grenades and all that? How do you feel about that? Well, it certainly fills up the space a bit better. I mean, I think it's cut. I don't. Oh, I don't, I, I don't think you I can don't think they should do that. Ton, every single Joe fan to have tons of like equipment that they can shove in there. Um, yeah, I, like that I get it fills that, up but the then, space a little bit more. But then, don't make up my mind for me as a consumer. Make that a removable piece. So yes, maybe it put is. it there, but make it that I can change it out if I want to. I don't maybe like it. Can. I. It may. It's. It's like. It's something about Mighty Max that is great on Mighty Max playsets because they're like this big. But when you've got something <laughs> that's significantly bigger than that, that kind of look but don't touch kind of thing really irritates me. Mm. Um, I don't, I think Super 7 would be very wise to make that a removable thing. I think a lot of I'm guys are going, going be to probably speak for some of the audience in saying that it doesn't bother me either way. You know. Yeah, it, I'm sure Pearl, 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 Pearl speaks for the other half of the audience. You know, how interesting is yeah, this? Sure it would bother people. Do you feel like the so we've got two styles of included weapons to populate mm. this armory? The one mm. is very much modeled after the Viper weapon, Viper. With the the foregrip, which actually looks like a magazine, which is I suppose in line with the Sunbow appearances. I'm thinking back to the the opening sequence of the GI Joe movie, um, where Battle Android Trooper has one that looks like he's holding. Like it looks like it's got two, like a four magazine and a, a, a sort of a mid magazine, and mm. then the, the pistol grip at the back. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. The second gun looks more like um, something that would have come with uh, Dusty version three, 1991 Dusty. However, the stock mm. they've done something different with. Instead of it having a slide, it looks like it could have a swivel. Yeah, mm. a swivel. So it gets more. It's more like a machine gun than a rifle. Looks a bit Lego though. I mean, in the render. Uh, in the, the render. render. We, like, we're able to get yeah. more close up on these accessories than perhaps we should. Like, we can mm. get extremely up close. They're probably uh, just like, because it looks like 
the backpack at the game. bottom, for example, they're definitely removable and they modeled after the Viper backpack. Yeah. In um, fact, I'd say they are kind of stylized. They're included with the Vipers that come with. We these. are very fortunate that um, Super Seven has carte blanche over all GI Joe like like icons. I'm not even going to call them mm. trademarks. They're icons because this is mm. this is a reproduction of the Viper backpack with very very high fidelity. It's mm. it looks perfect. It's very very beyond good. perfect. Look at the Cobra symbol. <clears throat> Look at the Cobra symbol, this amazing but... like video game graphic that I'm looking at. <laughs> it's not even sculpted yet, and I'm fawning. A cool comment someone made earlier. Um, Dale said the Cobra Mothership feels like a Star Wars vehicle, and he wouldn't be surprised that it would be something that could go after the Defiant and be like a space vehicle. Do you think it Thank could be you. a space vehicle? Or mm. submersible. The, the, or submersible, the opportunity yeah. to make this uh, play in James Cameron's world also exists. Um, this absolutely can be Cobra's answer to the Defiant. Cobra did have a spaceship, which looked very different to this in the comic books. Mm. Um, it was red, but also like quite stylized. Didn't look like a, a conventional spaceship at all. Like if this thing was built in outer space, it could conceivably work. I wouldn't necessarily see it breaking, you know, Earth's orbit or it's achieving escape velocity, but. Yeah, this thing could be a, a threat to the Defiant, definitely, if it was out there. Uh, we then end the tour going back into the control room, Cobra Commander standing, the globe, which rotates. rotates. Mm. And it has a perfect Cobra symbol emblazoned across it. I mean, that's what you want, right? A giant so Cobra cool. symbol on your globe. If you go one slide back, yes, there we go. Mm. One slide. One slide back. I love there's there's two decals there that jump out at me. One of them is the red one on the yeah. trench run. Very much the Star Wars <laughs> trench run. And then the other one is a little to the right, and that's a very G.I. Joe. Um yes. the uh attitude, yeah, attitude attitude and horizon. <laughs> and well look, the trench is... run I had not noticed that before, but um if you think about the G.I. Joe animated opening sequence. Like boy oh boy, was there like a trench run in it? I actually yeah, have. totally. Um, oh man, it's funny. Uh, some things I, I prepared very well for, some things I did not. But I I did screen grab all of the the opening uh, sequence of um, the, the season one cartoon. Oh, and, of course, yeah, you didn't. absolutely. They were going for that Star Wars trench run vibe. <laughs> so mm. once again, super savvy on Super Seven's parts to include that sticker because yeah. Clearly, the animators had Trench Run in mind when they animated the sequence. I mean, it's it's it is the freaking Death Star of GI Joe. This thing. I think you can mm. always say overall, Super Seven has always been very good with the their attention to detail across all the, all the figures and the lines that they produce. Um, that's always mm. you know that's kind of the thing that sells their products to people. You know, from their ultimate line to the reaction line. Um, there is an attention to detail where they do pick out things that are actually, you know, exist in these worlds that they're, you know, reproducing as figures now. Frame well, like to frame, to... they took everything that this opening <clears throat> sequence offers us and willed it into existence on this toy. Like mm. I was initially opposed to all the, like it has 16 downlights positioned underneath the craft. I was down on them for the simple reason that if you're going to include electronics, if you're going to include lights, why aim them all downwards? Why not have some LEDs devoted to bringing out computer screens, internal details? Anything internal would be would be would just add life to the inside. 
But mm. lo and behold, in the animated sequence, you very clearly see those lights. They are thrusters. They're very much in play as a light source down there. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I also wouldn't be surprised if there's light piping that will come into the onboard controls. I don't think they're showing us everything right now. Really? Um, mm. Yeah, I've got a feeling they're not showing us everything. It would be, it, it, it would be like, as a Kickstarter, it wouldn't be very good, like, to reveal your whole hand, you know? Like, if they... You know, as it starts getting a bit like hotter and whatever, I'm sure they'll start going, oh, but actually there's this cool feature and that cool feature. Yeah, and also as they go along, they get feedback, mm. you know, like like with that rack, you know, if, if, if there's Ooh, enough people going, oh, I wish there wasn't, um, Sorry. you know, so much sculpted stuff inside the uh, the weapons armory, maybe they will they will make that. They'll be like, oh, people don't want this. Let's uh, remove that. Um, Something but, I want to do. Add to your point earlier, Rob, about um, Super 7's attention to detail. Mm. What what I find that stands out about Super 7 versus pretty much all the other guys at the moment, uh, not every single one of them, but for the most part, it, they stand out with it. They also do consider the fun aspect of their, their toys. You know, if mm. I look at the turtles, um, the turtles are great because they have a lot of great accessories that come with them. Um, but then they, a lot of some of them have like very episode or show specific accessories that come with them, things that we've never had before, like the turtle comms. You know, is is a great feature. I think Neca had done them as well, to be fair. But it was just cool to have that. You know, a mouser pack that's got damaged mouses, which actually have slots into to shove the sai in or the staff through or the swords into. You know, yeah. and you can sort of replay that, like trying to you know wiggling the staff to get the mouse off it kind of play pattern with your Donatello. That kind of stuff I really like about Super Seven, and it does come up, uh, come through this, uh, you know, vehicle slash place yeah, quite a lot. It's, it's fun uh, accessories that aren't just like, oh, here's a gun, here's a backpack, here's a whatever. Mm -hmm. It's something that's specific to that character or situation that they've been in before. Welcome, Ben and JLS Comics. Glad to have you guys here with us. If you guys were to put a number to the scale of the vehicle as presented in the opening to the cartoon oh, would it be huge. one to 100 would it be i'm saying if you were to use the toy that they're giving us oh the scale of the toy compared to the one in the show Ooh, i don't know i mean the one in the, the show is absolutely huge what did you say Paul? i said i say about 164th i would say ah. northwards of one to 100 I suppose I'm, one way I'm thinking smaller. of like 164. I'm going <laughs> upwards. I actually meant it more like inversely. So yeah, probably like in 144. I think I think a Gundam kit, the average Gundam kit, which is 144 HG, would look mm -hmm. kind of natural next to this if you yeah. compare it to how it is in the anime. I mean, in the in the animation opening. So yeah, maybe one to 180 then actually. But mm. yeah. Yeah, of course, I mean, there is a sliding look... scale to the scaling mm. of it. We see it in mm. an actual episode called uh, My Favorite Things with Rattler's Park next to it, and it's not nearly as big as that. Still, obviously, gargantuan, but uh, yeah, I want to speak to Rattlers. I want to speak to Ben Martin here quickly in that uh, you got more chance of seeing Gandhi than this getting funded, surely. I disagree with that because Super 7's managed to sell a $490 turtle van. Uh, which is very cool, um, but I don't, uh, and which is very cool, 
uh, came out when many, many uh, other total properties were out at the same time. NECA had a line out. NECA were doing some big play sets. Obviously, Super 7 had their figures coming out. So I think we've got a good chance of seeing this. Um, as, and, and also, I mean, guys have been buying that uh, his tank from, from Pulse uh, and sometimes in the multiple. So I got a feeling we'll see this funded. I think a lot of guys will kind of enjoy the uniqueness of this. This is A, it's something that we haven't seen before. B, it's it's well done. Like maybe I'm I'm overplaying my hand right now or playing <laughs> my hand too early now, but it's well it's not done. made yet. But yeah, look, the prototype looks tasty and the renders look good. Uh, that's all we can say at the moment. Uh, Hans asks, are the snake eyes transparent? Um, no, he's dressed in black. He's not trying. No, I'm kidding. Are those red? <laughs> they are actually, yes. From what I can see, they are translucent. You can see through them. Um, and also to speak to Ben's point, will this get funded? I think what we're seeing right now is a huge sticker shock. And it's come on the back of various other massive crowd funds. We are going to see if um, the force is strong with, with O-rings. I mean, this is this is the ultimate mm. test. Because this is a new toy, and it is a substantial toy. And when you think about it as much as I have, it is now an essential toy. Because yeah. Cobra needs this. They've always needed this, and no one's had the balls to pull it off. Mm. So yeah. now, now it's not... <laughs> Super 7 has taken this as far as they can. They've, they've gotten a prototype sample. They've shown it off. They're going to hype it as much as possible. Uh, now it's our turn to, 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 to demonstrate whether or not we have strength of numbers and strength of finances. I mean, is this actually mm. what we've always wanted? Um, or, the, or the people who really, really, really want this in the heart of hearts in the slim minority? We will see. But it's slow to get off the starting blocks. That's That much is, is clear. But I would once again attribute that to the fact that it's a hefty cost. G.I. Joe guys, typically the O-ring guys, who've had it so good for so long in terms of just picking up vintage stuff i mean not in recent memory but like we've been able to be thrifty so now it's you know it's do or die time i'm not going to mm. plead poverty i'm going to say i can make a plan i can make this happen it's not a necessarily a money thing we can all dig deep and find something uh, particularly if you're in my position where i haven't committed myself to classifieds i haven't committed myself mm. to other third-party o-ring projects well at least not in a, a like bank breaking um degree so this no, is kind of kind of my only game in town um do you think it is the right move though to put uh, to lead with such an expensive thing to kind of relaunch o-ring like here's a giant playset, uh and there's a couple of o-rings and then uh we could have done a whole line of o-rings but but we're going to give you a, 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 a set first i'm grateful they did because what was our first Haslab for O-rings, our only one? It was very conservative, extremely mm. conservative. Not even a new toy. It was a new version of an old toy. So that is, we are, we are seeing it top and tailed, basically. Both ends are being canvassed here. Big H went super conservative and managed to get it past the line. Super 7 <clears> have gone <throat> batshit crazy. Yeah, like, all the way. Insane. Like, if you like O-ring, this is something new. Um... Yeah, I think they're definitely are you know shooting for a home run here. It will set um, a very high water mark, and once we've demonstrated that this is achievable, God, guys, the sky's the limit. The figure lines can work well as well. Welcome, Alan. Gra glad to have you here. 
I look back at those old streams that Hasbro did proudly announcing that O-Ring is back, baby. And I just get triggered, man. I get angry. I'm <laughs> like, you, you couldn't have had a crystal ball to know what was around the corner. But like that entire initiative was completely crushed. And they didn't yeah, they, know. They, they couldn't have. There known. was no effort put into um, the Hasbro's official um, O-Ring push. I mean, it's like here's remakes of a couple of figures we've we've made before. Um, I don't I mean, doubt they've they certainly made more. No, for sure. But they've, I mean, they've made more. I mean, the Transformers slash GI Joe thing is probably the newest stuff that they've done Hasbro-wise, like officially O-Ring stuff. I mean, those are the only like things that I think have gone somewhere. Um, but even there, you are essentially still getting the figure-wise. You're just getting remakes of of um, older figures. I imagine um, all the GI Joe sort of green shirts and the Cobra officers and the Vipers from Reaction might have picked up in popularity a bit more now because of this thing. Because I think guys might just be knee-jerk reacting and grabbing themselves some Reaction figures in lieu of this thing's arrival. So Hans, uh, let's, let's deal with this because, I mean, otherwise I would have never spoken on it at all. But Hans asks about the compatibility with Modern. He says that if it doesn't work with Modern, he's out. And he would be heartbroken, but modern four-inch figures, that's his jam. And that speaks for a huge portion of the community. And, and they've been neglected even more than the O-ring at this point. Mm -hmm. um, I would say that, Hans, I mean, your eyes are probably better than mine, man. There are no, there are no back plugs. Um, there are foot pegs, and they do look sized for the O-rings, but those can be easily ignored. The fact that the seats have no, you know, no device to restrain the figure, no yeah. back plug, means that <clears throat> you're in luck there. I mean, if you can just ignore that the armory holds Viper backpacks that no doubt have the O-ring size uh, back plugs, I, I, I don't see why you couldn't populate this with modern figures. I think um, you definitely. When you could. close the lid on the roof, it's going to touch heads where you, you know, depending on where you put your figures, it's going to be a, a squeeze regardless mm. of whether they are three and three quarters or four inch tall or more. Some of those guys got really tall towards the end of the line. So I think, I think you're okay, pal. <clears throat> yeah. And also considering like a lot of the play reaction figures, they, they are the stiffest figures out. I mean, surely yeah. if if they can, can sit if down. If you put this to fit those guys in, I think you can definitely put modern era figures in. Hmm. I suppose it yeah, does and depending also... on the, the, foot, the foot wells of like the pilot seats. Hey, but come on, man. You'll get some some pilot figures with this thing. Just use those guys as your dedicated pilots if your reaction. I mean, if you're but they're not modern. modern they're not but, that, modern that's the, but that's the thing I wanted to get into. Like, you're very seldom going to have your modern era figures in it when it's sealed. I don't see that happening. Like for me, I wouldn't put ME figures in there and seal it unless I wanted to transport them somewhere else. But to me, like, there's no roof. They can stand. They. I think they'll be fine. I think yeah, we'll talk a little okay. bit about figures, guys, because the the big um, elephant in the room, apart from this mothership, is the fact that Super Seven are going to do our rings. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sorry, dude. Go back quickly there on the okay. the top shot. There's something here oh, that's kind of interesting you know. to me as well. One more. How dare you? One more, so we can see the top of it. See on the top, there's like a track here, mm. and there's another track True. here. 
Death Star I wonder if run. I wonder what they're doing. Or if they I wonder if they're going to re- announce some kind of accessory or something that slides into here. Like a I can imagine it either being maybe I don't know if it's gonna be guns, but I kind of imagine it being like a little hook or something to like hold a like a vehicle on it. Like a flying vehicle. Kind of got a feeling that might be a thing. And maybe because of it being like this on the outside only, I wonder if they would maybe even release scaled versions of a Rattler and a scaled version of a um, Sky Striker that you can kind of fly over it, Ring Raider style or something like that. Uh, that was something I was thinking about. I don't know. I mean, I'm just speculating, obviously. I like but, the uh, idea that you're thinking in two different scales. Mm. And I'll tell you that um, in line with that, I'm not fond of the turret uh, tier. Because one of the unlockable tiers are the turret guns that would fit into the front end of the ship. Now, they yeah. make the scaling look whack. Whack, you know, because you put a figure fully, on them. Or yeah, if this yeah. thing's fully closed up, you can pretend it is that gargantuan ship looming over the horizon. Mm-hmm. You can kind of divorce your interior play from your exterior play. You jam those turret guns in there, all of a sudden, yes, this is very practically actual size, you know. And, and all of a sudden, you start bringing into question, like, this is the most ungainly looking flying thing of all. If this is supposed mm. to, like, hold formation with in-scale Rattlers and Night Ravens. It just won't, it won't look right. This thing is, is a Death Star. It has to be. Um, yeah. But I, I, as I say, I do want to talk about the... Um, <coughs> Sorry, dude. I don't so think that, enough, something I want to mention, yeah. yeah I don't you think enough noise that. has been made about the Tier 3 unlocks and a little detail that I noticed. Um, so Tier 3 are a different colorway for the um, Reaction and O-Ring Viper Gunners, I think they're calling mm-hmm. But take a look at their legs, boys. Those ain't Viper legs. Super 7 is, is going to use this crowdfund and this final unlock tier to finance the creation of a Cobra Battle Android Troopers, uh, lower half at least. Because hmm. those are bat legs. Bat ding, legs. ding, ding. Yep. yep. Well, maybe they're Dude. robots. <laughs> the only thing that bugs me about the o- uh, O-ring is that it doesn't seem like it has an elbow swivel. Oh, incorrect. <coughs> I, still I love like dropping... I I yeah. love dropping this picture. Um, every anytime I see a thread online of people uh, quibbling about that, I just drop mm. this image from New York uh, toy. Oh, okay, so it is doing that. Cool. And yes, he can. They just didn't they haven't got a cut the line, line in the image, so you can't blame people for thinking that. I mean, it's and pretty... also they're dealing with um, prototype costs. These things are not mm. perhaps the most uh, sturdy. So if you're going to twist that swivel, you possibly going to break some pins um so i i, I can't blame them for posing the other swivel. ones very stiffly mm. wrist swivel i i'd be happy if they didn't it's a nice really? innovation for the third party guys who are like trying to innovate but this thing is very much looking to the past it's wanting to be a retro toy and mm. i'd be okay with super seven doing ori <laughs> figures that did not possess wrist swivels or removable mm. heads which is another kind of innovation that we see with oh my boys demanding to be part of the action um, <laughs> i also wanted I to say something about level. the future of o-ring figures if they are done by super seven because think about how 
the reaction figures clog shelves. There's a glut of these things. Super 7 clearly are not beleaguered by the same distribution issues that Hasbro's been faced with. And they're certainly not gun-shy about like flooding the market with product. Imagine the heyday that we could potentially have if shelves were flooded with O-ring GI Joes. If you could get in your car or just walk down the road to the local supermarket, well, not supermarket, okay, those days are gone, but go to the local shopping mall, go to the local you know, comic book store or, or fan channel, you know, brick and mortar retailer, Toy or shop. Ta Target or Walmart, for, for instance, and pick up an O-ring figure. Guys, it's the 80s all over again. <laughs> and that, that perhaps excites me more than, well, as much as this ship. This ship is the gateway drug to, to ushering in potentially this new golden age. Am I getting carried away? Yes. <laughs> yeah, but that's the fun part, right? We It's good to get excited about this It's stuff. good to have something new and exciting to get excited about. Welcome, Crobo Viper 11. I'm a bit late to, the, to, to saying hello. And welcome, Danny of our time. Thank you for joining so, us as we explore. So when you check the, the pictures of this thing, the Zaz, open hello. prototype, well, <laughs> it's like when you look at the pictures of it, uh, and uh, Steve, you had one earlier where it, you see the internals of it. It's kind of at a three-quarter angle and isometric angle, and I'm going back to the, to the snake ship. Let's um, do the snake ship. Yeah, sorry. We don't have an actual name for it. We'll get into that. I don't have a name for it. Like You don't. It could be the Death Adder. You know, that could I, be cool too. I was thinking of something mythological. There are uh, faiths in the world that believe in a snake god, and one of them is Naga, N-A-G-A. Oh. Yeah, cool. This is a, the snake king, Naga. But it's just well, a little, it's definitely it's a king of the skies. <laughs> very um, man. Yeah, well, it's the year of snakes. I mean, they're doing the snake guys they, in Motu. Which is pretty cool for the Motu guys, definitely. Um, because they've I mean, they just got Snake Mountain, and it looks like the Snake Men's uh, layer is coming out. See these? Uh, um, you want to do the trouble bubbles? Pods. Sorry, mm. man. Just because I had them. You see, they look a little bit stumpier. They oh, the flicking off. Glass, Damn it! Sorry. <laughs> the glass uh. does seem lower. There we go. Hmm. Well, it, yeah, it, because it, to fit the reaction figures. Yeah, I get that, or but I think it's to fit inside the. I think it's to fit inside the Death Adder. Oh, See, I'm just gonna keep throwing names. Is out it the, whole... the the height that you're concerned with mm. that it wouldn't clear the roof if it was vintage? Yeah. If it was close, you've got some wiggle room in that you can slide them further back up the ramp. But yeah, you got a point there, Paul. It might the, the vintage might be too tall. Also, I so, don't love these design for the, this design for the trouble bubbles. There's something missing from them. I can't quite put my finger on it right now, but well, renders do tend like. to make things look a little bit too flat and too lifeless. You hold the yeah. piece of plastic in your hand, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh no, this is just as lively and, and chunky and, and visually intriguing as the original. I'd say the wall thickness so. is is a lot thicker than the original. Thicker? But you know, an original flight pod is. It's got the, the, the texture of an egg. And Dude, the original as, um, flight pod is grail, in my opinion. Like, it's 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 up there. I think it's one of the best toys ever made, ever. So, mm, like, it's anybody else for me, yeah, but it, it looks amazing. And anybody else's anybody else's design is going to, to go up Pale in comparison, sure. Yeah. I have a belief that modern toys have to have a thicker plastic 
wall all over in order mm. to kind of be classified as a toy and not a model kit. I don't think G.I. Joe toys of the 80s would be legal to be sold as toys today. That's just a Possible. feeling that I have. I've got no legal acumen to back that up. But we see it in a lot of these toys, and I, I'm kind of okay with it. It makes them more durable, more hardy, something that I'm more inclined to give to my son, and I'll play with the vintage. Thank you very much. Um, so, <laughs> but but it, it also it, it translates into the, the airship being a very hefty thing. Like, just mm. look how thick these walls are. Yeah. All of the plastic. Oh, goody. I'm glad you. Yeah, this is what I just wanted to talk about. Yeah. Meaty. Very meaty. I, I think Super 7 would be smart, and they have done it already, but I think it would be very good for them to start posting more images of this thing with uh, with characters in it, with toys in it, and from different angles with different lighting. Because the isometric view, this or this view, which is kind of like a weird isometric view, kind of makes it look a lot smaller than I think it is. Because when I was looking at this, I was like, okay, it's kind of feeling small. And then I actually looked, when I was looking for images to do the thumbnail for, for this um, for this episode of the podcast, I found uh, one or two of the, the photo shoots, you know, like of it at the convention. And I was like, no, actually, this thing is really big. These renders mm -hmm. are betraying how, how, how large it actually is. I think Super 7 would be good to, inches would be well to do that. wide. Which is big, you know? Very big. That's, it is, that's very um, big. I think a Terradron is only 20 inches wide. So it's an extra 10 inches beyond. I'm going to hang the thing on my wall if I can get one. Well, you're <laughs> going to need that wall thickness to be of a certain thickness. <laughs> because if that thing comes off the wall, you want it to survive the crash. I, yeah. Uh, I, I, I want to um, just uh, highlight Dubuia J. He definitely is picking up what I was putting down. Apep from Egyptian mythology, which isn't that uh, the god of snakes? Surely. I mean, snakes were worshipped in a lot of um, beliefs. But I, I don't know if Apep sounds as... Um, it doesn't roll off the tongue quite quite the same way. I don't know. That's a good suggestion, definitely. Anything mythological good, name and dealing with snakes <clears throat> is rad. I just think that... I think the faiths that worshipped Naga also kind of are in the nepal region which is cobra law just saying welcome eric to sierra thanks Teixeira, for joining yeah. us that did. Mm. all right but with a, a strong opinion this is a hard pass for me 500 bucks and there really isn't a lot of detail inside uh, i don't know i might oppose you on that second point but we cannot get past the price, boys. Yeah, the cost is is exceptionally prohibitive. I mean, I think also Felipe earlier said, I mean, he's in Brazil. Um, mm -hmm. And like the cost of importing it and getting it to him, uh, it would be absolutely insane. Because obviously, I mean, yes, they'll probably, uh, it'll be cheaper to get it within the States. But any, if you're anywhere else, anywhere, you know, worldwide, this is things going to like, the cost is going to like skyrocket because of shipping. Because it doesn't come apart, obviously, as well. That's the thing, mm -hmm. you know. Gulkan. Cool, cool, it, uh, even within the United States, piece. even within the, the United States, uh, they're being hit up for an unheard amount. I mean, it's it's a hundred dollars no, sure. flat rate. So the ticket price for this is six hundred US. Cool, um, cool, that's before God. taxes. Yeah, WJ coming in with Quetzalcoatl, Quetzalcoatl, and Kukulkan. I don't think we're going to get those kind of names for the mythology. They are culturally insensitive, actually. Well, so Kukukan, we probably names. won't get it anyway. I mean, that, that was used in um, the, the movie with Namor. 
he mentioned uh, stand up forever, which was also like on yeah touchy grounds price um, wise i have a, a delightful bit of information to share unlike cool hasbro um hasbro pulse items it seems that super seven do have a fan channel an official fan channel here in australia where they are offering it for 1100 australian dollars which is approximately 695 us and i find that to be acceptable an acceptable increase given postage and um, Aussie import tax and duties. I mean, for something this size, I mean, to put it in perspective, it was $150 extra to get the Sky Strikers into Australia. Mm. So this is this is beating that somehow. Um, and Pop Culture, the Australian distributors, I need to phone them and, and double check this, but the website seems to... <laughs> Proclaim that it has free shipping within Australia. Wow! Hmm. Well, I think Darren also believe mentioned it earlier eleven hundred Oz dollars. Mm -hmm. He feels like it's achievable. It's an achievable cost. If GI Joe Does that is work your out main in thing, oh, uh, about thirteen, twelve, twelve to thirteen thousand rand. What, Paul? You want me to get you one and like wear it on a? Like have a cobra shaped background. <laughs> I'll look like a ninja turtle <laughs> on the plane. <laughs> I think that might Why be worth that? the thirteen thousand rand. Oh my lord, um, no, Paul! This would have to go in the hold. Do you want to eleven hundred earnest United States dollars? What about the chupacabra? Now you're making things up, Bob's God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm merely asking for our <clears throat> South African listeners who are here. Um. Thirteen thousand is a lot of money for a South African. That's I know that's it's going to take a lot. Thousand but shy you, of you've got to make salary. friends with, a, with an Australian. It's a big ask yeah, for a South African. Anyway, with your Australians, it can be. Yeah, you're going to have to definitely yeah make friends with an Australian because you're. Um, but that's the cool <laughs> thing is this can be probably sent through something like uh, Aramex, because this is actually not. I don't know what the weight is. But they don't have a dimension threshold, so okay. and I'm pretty because sure this thing will isn't be, going um, to this weigh. Box, this box is going to be the size of an appliance, you know, an oven box, or or even more like a washing machine. Mm. That's guarantee. fine as long as it doesn't weigh more than I think the I think their limit is 15 kilograms. Oh man, the UK has my sincerest uh, condolences, and Salacious Rum has just mentioned that there's no UK distributor yet, which is a bit concerning. I hope they get that right, because that's a huge market to ignore. No, they absolutely have to do that. Uh, welcome, Woodman29. Drive safely while you're chatting absolutely. with my actually, dude. to be prohibitive, guys. Maybe, well, maybe we need to jump that's... the gun and say, I mean, <clears throat> Rob, Paul, uh, any interest in saving those pennies for this thing? Oh. The funds between now and December, so sixty days to kind of move things around and make plans. But yeah, for they me, need the money to come off, come off your card. Well, for me personally, you know, I, I would not be able to clear that amount of money in in that short a period of time. Like I've had much more of a lead up, but then also I'm I'm I'm, I'm the kind of person who, who has very little money all the time. Like I, I spend my salary; it's all gone. I start out, you know, fresh every single month. Um, so for me, I, I would never be able to afford this. I don't think so. Um, well, I would absolutely. I think it's 
adore yeah. being able to get it. I think it's a fantastic piece. Like it's it's cool that they are doing this and that they they're putting their money where their mouth is. You know, I think someone said earlier a, a cool thing for Super Seven to do as well is if they re-released all of their uh, reaction figures as O-ring figures. Because oh, you already have that essential basic design, alien. you can just you know redo them, um, yeah. and then you can just, you know you can very quickly for, if this if this fans and comes out, you can very quickly create a, a ton of O-ring figures. Mm, they're definitely designs you've already from, made from the ground up, but absolutely all those no, designs sure. I'd want the Cobra Shock Trooper, like the the, the outer space um, troopers, uh, Cobra Raven, the 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 female Night Raven pilot. Mm. Um, I'd kill for an O-ring. Would you like an O-ring um, Games Master drone? <laughs> Would you yeah. like an oh. O-ring robotic Cobra Commander? Like, I mean, they've always looked cool. <laughs> I think our issues with them were just that they're, they're five points of articulation and they're not O-ring figures. Like, yeah. I think the, most everything they put out is very cool. I think someone also, for a name, someone earlier said Jormungunda. Um, from Jormungunda, yeah. uh, North, uh, North mythology. mythology. I just so have trouble one. saying that. The World Snake. I, in the end, I mean, if it comes with an official name, it would be something really straightforward, like flying snake head, or you know, Cobra's uh, snake head, something, snake something sure. like that. Snake head, the death. This so, thing death, is pretty good. Seven point one inches from its bottom to its top. <laughs> that is the height of a. Thanks to Chad. Classified um, figure. Chad, classified, mm. tall classified figure. More or less. But um, if wild. you've ever seen from the bottom of the whale. To the top of its conning tower glass. Mm. If you think of a trouble bubble classic flight pod uh, sort of fitting within those parameters, then I'm pretty sure it would fit in the butt of this ship. Steve, you asked earlier about money. Okay, so here's mm -hmm. the thing. Um, it's going to work out to 13,000 Rand. South African. Yeah. That's what my uh, that's my bond repayment. If anybody cares, um, so for the for month, month, I'd also like to uh, yes, I'd also like to mention that uh, groceries went from half of that in the beginning of this year to that. Now it went up. To, it's it costs us about thirteen thousand rand to get groceries and petrol um, now, whereas in the beginning of this year it was half of that. So hmm. the idea of Spending that kind of money on something like this would be a very, very, very carefully considered um, expense on my part because of, yeah, I mean, it's not a small thing. And I'm saying this so that people can relate to it um, in their own terms because, you know, we all pay rent, we all have groceries. So, I mean, this thing is about a month's worth of groceries. Mm -hmm. um, that's what it's worth. Um, that in South Africa is expensive, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, so that would be a conversation I'd have to have with, uh, you know, CDF. Well, everyone <laughs> needs to have it with a significant other, unless uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. you know. Oh, I I need to correct myself. Sorry, it seems the Cobra Island sticker is in fact a sticker. A sticker, not, not a yeah. not a paint apparition. Thank yeah. Bart goodness. had a nice comment earlier. Who's going to put drug. some drone motors in this and make it fly? <laughs> It's certainly big enough. Mm. I think you can definitely turn this into some sort of, some sort of drone. <laughs> I'm going to also bring up a very niggly point. Can it airdrop uh, ferrets? So... I'd be curious to see if a stinger <laughs> could actually awesome. fit in the back ramp. I, I yeah, roll it up. Ferret, ferret, <laughs> velocity, that shit. Pod, you could fit ferrets, but uh, 
yeah what is the sort of largest vehicle his tank is too tall um maybe a, a, a stinger is also a bit too tall now that i think of it i've just always Simple enjoyed fish. the the dire possibilities of of having uh this kind of aperture that you could poke uh, a figure anyone in the sort of the cockpit area can then oh, fling open sure. those doors um and have the globe behind them and be addressing paratroopers on sort of the ready line ready to oh, turn that around so and cool. drop out the back and you could drop the ramp and put a camera back there and shoot you know from their pov at cobra commander with this globe behind him and once again i'm going to mourn the fact that the leds are all pointing downwards underneath the cloth because how cool would it be if the globe actually glowed if you stuck a couple of leds inside there to just light it up but yeah look i'm not going to cry over the things that this thing can't do because the list of things that it can do are um, pretty significant 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 yeah welcome also, Kuja. Hey, yeah, what's up, Kuj? Welcome, um something else I, and i feel like i have Is to be snake in your i have butt? to like throw this out there <laughs> guys what what are you supposed to do with a thirteen thousand rand toy and, and i'm uh, just being devil's advocate now like what well, are you supposed it's, to do it's, with it's the, 13, the same question rent? for people who you consider getting like the really big older ones as well what do you do with the defined what do you do with the flag um what do you do with the terror drone you know pop the terror drum on, on in your spare bedroom's bed or or something like that um <laughs> you know this is how the sausage is made guys what i do with my terror drum <laughs> it is with me every minute of every day that i'm at this desk lucky you man After the it's great to have that in arms reach i have you right there in fact it's it's a little too close i am run the risk of but Rob, that's a vague answer give me an answer what do what, you what do, do with you, a thirteen thousand rand toy Tell me, Jesus! Give me I, ideas. Tell me. You this hang it the from the ceiling. You know, you have to put it in. It has to be a central piece wherever you are. Essentially, if it's in your lounge, it has to. I think you hang it from the ceiling. Um, it becomes mm -hmm. like a very central piece where, if you can attach other vehicles to it, that would be kind of cool. Or if you're able to kind cool. of like like um hang other vehicles near it to kind of create an entire playset, it definitely becomes a know. central decoration the talking in, in whatever room your, you put it in. yeah I, I, case, people come example. in they're like whoa that's that's absolutely crazy um you know it's i mean i know what we getting... can do with it yeah so yeah, oh, yeah, carry on, sure. yeah yeah i think that that's what it is it becomes a, a, the central decoration piece of whatever room you you pop it into um, because this is like i think hanging it is probably or you play with it paul you play with it no that's i appreciate that darren like that's what i want to <laughs> hear because i listened back to our uh, classified his um, chat uh, just like a little bit the other day and I, it kind of dawned on me that we never we talk about what makes this toy great and what makes this toy not great and how it's going to do in the market and how it's not going to end it's all that stuff but we never ever talk about what do you do when you get this thing like I, and I also reflect on Steven with this because Steven got the the Sky Striker which you know mm. he loves very much um, <laughs> and I'm just thinking, like, what do you do with a thirteen thousand rand toy? And I think that's the big question that a lot of us, as as content creators, as GI Joe fans, as all that, uh, all of that, should be asking this question, and we should be answering that question to help this thing sell. Mm. Because it's but something also, we believe in. If you have more interests, I mean, beyond just action figures and stuff, um, Fate Red Foo pointed out. 
has anyone mm. thought that this thing is about the same price as a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox? Exactly. Which like you also that's also another huge consideration. Yeah, you would use a lot, but I think as toy mm. collectors, it's not always about always you, you play with it, but it's also it's it's not just the the um I don't know, like the varied uses you can possibly use for the thing, you know. Um like as toy collectors, we want to own toys. Um and it's not necessarily like the function of the thing itself, you know, beyond playing with it, that that is really a, as big a consideration. Obviously, yes, yeah. a PlayStation 5 is more functional than a than you know than the Terradrome is because you can mm. play games with it, you can do tons, you can watch movies and do shit like that. Um yeah, but if you want it, you want it, you know, like you'll you, you make a plan, you make it happen. See the cool you thing put about it in a play motion video. You know? That I mean, that's the thing, and that's kind of like one of the great great things you can do with it. I, I take a PlayStation's price, which by the way in South Africa is going up to fifteen thousand Rand. Just putting that out there. Um, if you take a PlayStation and you consider that you're paying a thousand rand a month to play games and to watch um, streaming content through PlayStation's media stuff, then essentially you're paying a thousand rand a month for 15 months to enjoy the pleasures that come with a PlayStation. That's with the exception of any other kind of peripheral stuff like buying games or subscribing and all that. So if you're going to do something like this and you want to think about, okay, cool, so it's $600, it's 13,000 Rand. And for 13 months, you got to find, I believe, you got to find at least 13 months worth of enjoyment out of this thing. So, 1,000 Rand a month worth of your time that you have to mm -hmm. translate into enjoyment for this thing, which means that, okay, for us, it's awesome. It's easy. We can create play motions and whatever's with it. I know for me, I'm a big sucker for a playset. I love a playset. Um, if I had more space in this house, I'd have all of my playsets here, my G.I. Joe HQ, my Terrodrome, my tactical battle platform. They would be here um, and I would be enjoying them because they're cool to have. Um, so I would have fun playing with these guys and like putting them in there and taking cool photography. and, and 13,000 rands worth of fun, Paul. But I think you've, you've at least got um, 13 months worth of like it being a pre-order of anticipation. Because like, sometimes mm -hmm. the most enjoyable you're gonna thing get so much fun toy, out of it is waiting. Is the waiting it's like thinking period. about it like every day, just thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. So you've already got like a year's worth of like fun, absolute fun out of it. Mental you fun, it. yeah. And then yeah, it's yeah. another 13 months after you own it. That's 26 months of fun. I like, and I'm sorry life. that I had to be that guy. It's just we're in life 47. It's just that I sometimes think we have to keep shit real. Sorry, Rob. No, Moonlight points. It costs about as much as three Giant Mans. Giant Man being the current uh, yeah, that Hasbro is trying has to find. Which, mm. yeah, it uh, it's eight days away from completion, and it's only just hit half of the number of people that need for it. But like, yeah, Giant Man. I, I, I'm like, yeah, who who wants that actually? Uh, welcome, Dolberg Collectibles, and hello to Mexico. Spoonkiller answers Don't the question, work. does it come with stands? Yes, it does. They are blast style. Draws, draws, draws. Yeah, I told them. Oh, yes. It comes Thank with four you. stands. Tell them draws walk out. Oh, three stands. There we go. So you use those to kind of like blast it off. It's not terribly dynamic, um, but I mean, it, it gets the job done. Uh, just, a, just sort of academically at this point, guys, would you like them to be blast effects? Or would you have liked them to be a more sort of in-universe like docking stand 
like a sort of a detail. I think the blaster fix are kind yeah, of cool. I love the blaster fix. I think an an actual stand kind of it well, it kind of ruins it in a way. Yeah, it makes it less fun it to kind of see it. wherever it is. I also now, look this, forward to the guys who 3D. Print. I look forward. Yeah. Sorry, Paul. Yeah. Please. I said I look forward to the guys who are going to 3D print those blaster fix and make them taller so that you could have oh, this yeah. thing raised. I'm for sure, you can go absolutely insane at different angles and stuff. Steve Bart wants to see this thing float. Are you going to make it float? Cape <laughs> Town. I mean, this this is an easy <laughs> shape. You just slip some polystyrene underneath there. To shove it in those vents over there. But yeah, this is something we've gone. Yeah, this is what we've been considering like the last couple of minutes. Where would we put it? Um, Hang it on the where wall. Where do you put your defined? Where do you put your flag when you're not using it under the bed in the cupboard? But the fact remains, you have the thing. The cost, ironically, I mean, this is just a trick of fate and and has a lot to do with when and how G.I. Joe Book got these legendary toys. But in 2010, I paid about 11, 12,000 Rand for the USS flag. In, mm. I'm going to say, 2015, the Defiant, by means of a very generous seller, um, also cost about the same. And this would be in line with Well, that. I mean, it's inter you bring that up. Gaz literally is, is addressing that point right now. It's the same price as a vintage Terradrome on eBay. If one can yeah. convince oneself to buy that, then this is a no-brainer. And you won't need to handle it with extreme also care. Also bigger than either. a Terradrome, circumference-wise. Yeah. And because it's and brand new, it, it's mm. way sturdier than anything you could buy vintage-wise. Why not invest in this, especially if you are into... Um, uh, vintage GI Joes and O-ring Joes. And can we just be practical for two seconds and just be honest mm. with ourselves, Terradrome owners on this podcast? I love my Terradrome very, very much, but it's a rotunda with lots of garages and a very <laughs> interesting comms channel at the top. This is a more interesting toy. And if people disagree with me, that's good power to you, but this is a more interesting toy than the Terradrome is. And I'm making that as a statement. There's a lot more stuff that's interesting, even though it's like an I-shaped co um, corridor with a launch feature for the for the flight pods and a control center in the middle. It actually has a control center. You know, there's nothing yeah. that Cobra has that actually has a control center. Even the Terradrome yeah. doesn't have a control and center. And it's going places. It's mobile. It's mobile. And it could be it's even more mobile if, as Hyperion GM points out, uh, you could put it on top of a Roomba and have it skitter around your house. <laughs> oh, dude, I'd love that. <laughs> Flying through the night comes the fearful cry of Cobra. Dunk. Roomba, <laughs> Just have like that. Cobra. Like have your Roomba. Like, Roomba. Watch your cat like swallows. Oh, it wouldn't need to. It would go into one wall and then sort of slide off the back. <laughs> onto the it, 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 it just took your cat sitting and you're like, this adder. <laughs> As it goes around. <laughs> the Cobra Roomba. Yeah, I can not care about those parachutes. Like, thank you, Super 7. Thank you. Cool. Okay. Fun. Yeah, you fun, can have fun, two fun. rand to donate to charity with my KFC meal. Fine. But I mean, it's just an early funding goal. They're just adding little extra things but what, what's selling this thing is joke. the thing itself mm. you know it's the mm. thing itself which is selling it it's a mobile command center for cobra which they've never had it's ginormous there's play possibilities they're sitting in there you can do cool shit with it 
Um, they're just trying different things, you know. Like, what's a classic thing that Joe did? Oh, parachutes. It's a, it's a, it's a flying thing. Of course, you have to have little parachutes in it. Oh, that lighter feature is so cool, though. You like it? It is very cool. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think that's awesome. Because also, that's a cool thing. You can do it when you do. If you do display it as as a um, you know, as a floating device in your room. I mean, okay, it's not cool. going to light up the entire room, but it's gonna it's gonna be a cool centerpiece. Um, Credits if I can to hang it on the wall, it's gonna look of... cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a lighting effect, and all. Uh, it's a it's a, it's a mm. mood piece. But yeah, yeah, no, exactly. he mentioned on his episode of uh, his most recent missile, to use the correct parlance, um, that the downlighting does give you the option that if you pair it with the flight stand or the blast effects, you can then create a diorama beneath it you know it, it mm -hmm. should be tall enough for a figure to stand beneath it so you can have guys kind of scurrying i hope so because they look a bit stumpy <laughs> what oh you mean the stand the the blast effects they do look a bit stumpy i, I hope they do they're, I, they're I, just I there just to essentially have it a yeah. little bit higher i think i don't think those are significantly high um i think those are definitely very small it's also, just the armory is very raise it high enough so that you can badly. see the lights. It lights up whatever surface it's sitting on. I I like it. I'm I'm all for like having one hanging on my wall with that lighting feature. I dig it. And Steve, to answer your uh, some a question that you had earlier, you know, in these renders, if you look at some of the computer consoles, like the green seems to have a distinct kind of glow, which, mm. like on some sections, I'm speaking. Primarily on the computer terminals, more than like that ramp area. I wonder okay. if that is them. I wonder if that's just like a sneaky. Hmm, yeah, it's gonna light up, kind of thing. It would be Do a you waste. Think so? I mean, yeah. I mean, it would be are a waste. not just the stickers though. I mean, are those green ones, especially, are those not on the sticker sheet? It could. I don't just think. Be I don't think anything in the interior lights up. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I, that. I'd be I'd happy if you were proven up. wrong on that point, Rob. Uh, mm. We'll we'll wait and see. I know. Like, yeah, it does mean that would do be yourself. really cool. Um, but that is not, something you, yeah, you can do yourself. It's not... Not it's that not I want to do anything to a 13,000 Rand toy. To no, make it I ain't going to be carving out screens and putting in I'm pieces <laughs> of opaque plastic. I'm doing no cluck all. Yeah. <laughs> make a lamp out of it says day gone. Exactly. That would be cool. Just get... 3D printed like swirling smoke effects that are strong enough to, to suspend it and then like have a little light and you could be like, I'm reading my GI Joe graphic novels under my Death Adder. Death Adder. <laughs> um, thanks, Super 7. Listen, I don't need payment or royal. Actually, small royalty would be nice, but just send me the Death Adder. <laughs> Death <laughs> Adder. We're going with that now. Welcome, Daniel Karunin. Thanks for joining. Golden Axe reference. Hey. Daniel, uh, how's it, Daniel? Sweet. Nice. It's cool to see him here. I have we haven't chatted in like years, bro. Nice. Of the comics <laughs> kicking ass. Don't worry, says uh, Darren. Just wait, there'll be 10 meter high 3D printed stands for you. Thank you. <laughs> I want those. Yes, I'll have it in my lounge. It'll be a great lounge feature. People will be like, what's with that light? I'll be like, before you say anything. <laughs> it's a classic piece. Actually, I would love something like this in my house that is very vis visible. So if people walk in and have something to say, I can tell them to leave. And just be like, that's my filter. But will you it just be a thousand filter. rands worth per month of conversation starters? Yeah. I mean, or filter. 
it my could actually you know what this could actually prevent me from having unwanted guests at my house like people could come inside <laughs> and be like oh my god what's that and i'm like it's nothing you have to worry about because you're leaving Bye. you're a worshiper i don't of the have to explain god. my toy i don't have to yeah my death adder i don't He's have to explain my, my, my need to spend money on toys to people so bye please go um <laughs> i like do it do i definitively have an answer from you paul at this stage granted we aren't even into one? the first 10 days of the crowdfund but you have like you know a finite amount of time to make a decision. Steve, I would absolutely love one. Like, please don't get me wrong. I would love this thing. I cannot but quite fathom how I'm going to how I'm going to afford it and pull out the money for it. That's that's my biggest problem. The more I look at it, the more I think I can make my own, uh, which is kind of like kind of a reality for me right now. Uh, that is and... an interesting prospect. I mean, you could definitely, I mean, I think also Hyperion GM points out, keep the toy, 3D print a bigger version, you can carve out. It, it's, it is yeah, the I mean, sort I can of make shape where you can, hmm. you can literally create this yourself. Um, but you won't get all the, like, the fine details and everything else. But it's certainly a project that um, uh, a skilled person such as yourself can actually produce and make for yourself. You that know? said, I do want to give the skilled people who made this thing my money because I want oh, no, more absolutely. of this kind of thing in the It's toilet. gorgeous. You, 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 you know, yeah, like you the Robo Skull. Of... I want more of this. Yeah. Mm. This, is this isn't this a slight on third party producers because they're doing extremely good work. But as a diehard G.I. Joe guy, as we all are, it's nice to know that there are actual. Cobra vehicles that are new <clears throat> being mm. considered and, and batted about. I think, I mean, that that's Hasbro always the thing. Dropped yes. like a hot rock. Super 7 have taken it up with both hands. It's hilarious that, I mean, flashback a couple of podcasts. It was just you and me, Rob, and we'd just gotten the news that Brian Flynn was bringing something to SDCC, a, mm. a small vehicle of some kind, and we kind of debated what it could be. I think I, I threw the various sort of animated single-use vehicles that sort of showed up in a miniseries and then never again fantastic oh, I remember that. Yes, yeah. yeah we had that as a talking point but <laughs> he was keeping stum about a big secret because i mean this is not a small vehicle at all gosh yeah no i it's, think but it's 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 insane i love this dude i i love the shit out of this and like i said yes like rob Thank you very much. I appreciate you know speaking about the fact that I do have the skill to do something like this. And I'm sure there's a lot of guys that are also maybe thinking they can make their own. And there's a lot of guys who have maybe even probably started making their own already in 3D printing and modeling and doing all those hmm. good things. But I would love to give my money to these people. I love the hmm. idea of money going to places and to people who do things that I like. And this is something I really, really like. This is something I think, dude, I think if we reach back into older podcasts, I think this is even something that we spoke about as a like a pie in the sky pie kind of sky. thing that we would yeah. love to have that would probably never exist. What's the what's the blue sky concept of a GI Joe vehicle that will never ever exist that you would want? And I think yeah. I think I even said this thing the the Cobra UFO. Did. I'm sure you did. Snake ship. Death Adder. Thank you, Super Seven. <laughs> I just nail me. I'll sort you out with a shipping address. Um. Yeah, so, I, I can't yeah. believe it either. But this is a company that's bringing the cat's lair, the Thunder Tank. You Which know, was they funded. clearly have no problem with aiming high and seeing mm. what the fan following 
can do. <clears throat> this, is, this, is a, this is a test. We'll see how deep yeah. the O-ring and I think, runs. As you said earlier, absolutely, there are people producing fantastic um, third-party O-ring stuff, but uh, it, it, it's also the thing for me always when I... Um, you have a certain affinity for an IP, you know, which is mm. the thing that you absolutely love, G.I. Joe. That's always been the thing as well for me, unfortunately, with also comic books. Yes, there are tons of fantastic guys producing their own comic books, you know, um, pub, self-publishing. But but it's like, I love the characters, you know, of, 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 of Superman or Batman or Captain America. I want to see good stories written for those characters. And yes, I, I love that, you know, there are creative people creating their own comic books, but like, I love, I just enjoy those characters so much that I just love buying totally. the first party stuff. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. Um, I, I love that people fun. are producing, you know, um, third party stuff and, and it's awesome. It definitely keeps it alive, but you do want to see the original creators of these things or official things produced that they keep your love of the original IP alive. Um, mm-hmm. And it's Agreed. cool that they are doing this. And this is definitely a point, a place where they can go from here. If this so is grateful that Hasbro saw fit to hand the baton <laughs> well, on finally give someone else torch. a chance, yeah, to actually but produce O-ring figures. Let's and get off this... the praise train very briefly, <laughs> and, because Master Sun very generously gave us a five dollar super chat. Oh my Thank god! You. Thank, Thank you, you so much. But has a caveat because hey guys, love your show. Hate to be the downer, but Super Seven has never delivered on time. I think uh, it is way overpriced, and not sure it'll make funding. So there are three components to that. One is the delays. I can forgive that. I, I'm not. I mean, this is a year out of even everything of production. Yeah, so I think delays is something game. that you ex- you have to accept in almost any field. You know, like video it's games. April you, you know about them freaking years ahead of time. Um, or yeah, I mean, that's also the game is that you create the hype as early as possible. So you almost always be waiting for anything that you're excited for. So I think way the, overpriced. Yeah, the delay. I'm going to deal with that one next and just say that the HasLab Ghost was of, of, of a similar price. And also, of course, it was a case of Hasbro paying Lucasfilm for use of their IP. Here we have Super 7 paying Hasbro for the use of their IP. Um, so it's another licensed toy. <laughs> but then again, I bet Hasbro would have charged exactly the same if they had done it in-house because they're a bigger company with more uh, salaries to pay. Yeah, and more investors to, uh, yeah. to, to rub up the right way. Yeah, so, so we're saying that it's, it's not overpriced. Are we saying that that it is it's priced at what it necessarily has to be? I think that's where the market's at. I, hmm. I look at this and I look at the Thunder Tech and they are similarly priced. I look at this and I look at the Ghost; they're similarly priced. I'm like, no one's getting a a, a cheaper ride here. It seems you want hmm. the big yeah. heavy ticket items. It's and attract that similar price range Steve. and of course his biggest consideration <laughs> yeah uh, actually with the price i think when we sort of kind of looked at this i think between us we were speculating it would be between 450 and 500 dollars hmm. seem to recall that conversation somewhere in my brain maybe i had well, it with then myself it, then oh. it, it's certainly it's not overpriced it's just that is the price you pay for something that is this big and um this new with his with his um concern about it not being funded i think that that is that is definitely a concern i mean they could have come out the gates with a a smaller vehicle maybe not like super small it doesn't have to be like a two-seater or something um but yeah they are swinging for you know for the for the fences with this like they're like mm. 
you know, fans put your money, you know, where, where, where your mouth is. Like, is, is O-Ring still something that you're interested in? Is G.I. Joe a new vehicle you've never had something that you're interested in? And Most I'm grateful for a company do... taking a big swing. If it does mm. fail, we've at least learned something. We've learned that, as you say, Rob, like maybe a more conservative project should come next. Yeah. Something half well, twice, think, but yeah, also I mean, like, something new. Yeah, I think Shane earlier said if they did this, then they should do other vehicles. I'm so, sure I mean, they've got if, a, even if this... a hit list planned already. No, absolutely. Rob. So it if they don't, fails. if this doesn't succeed, I hope that they do attempt other things. You know, like yes, they they go okay, cool. This gigantic thing didn't work. Let's try something a little bit not more conservative, but more um more doable, where we know that people will definitely want to get this and 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 do it. But I think it's cool that as they a, are trying very hard. Yeah. To, Look, to just, I will be uh, grateful to off. this mm. if it does mm. fail, because it will obviously in the short term save us all um, an enormous expenditure. But in the long term, we'll kind of streamline the kind of products that will be uh, coming our way. Mm. You know, maybe maybe all we can spring for, for, spring for are um, new trouble bubbles. <laughs> or maybe, <laughs> maybe. The, the Cobra Transport Chopper could be looked at next. Something it's like that. Of, with a oh, smaller God, number of backers. Oh, shut up with that. I hate that. <laughs> I also hate that. I also don't like the chopper that much either, to be honest. Anyway, <laughs> shut up, man. The chopper design is great. The a conversation for another day. It's a To add to Master Sun 42, uh, as somebody, and I, I, I can tell that you know something about Super 7, I just hope that this thing is... A turtles and not an April O'Neill, and I think you know what I mean when I say that because April O'Neill was was a waste of money. <laughs> I'm super sad. <laughs> she was horrible. Mm. Um, yeah, and that was like a really horrible experience from Super Seven because we got uh, images of her that looked bad from the beginning. Then fans had an outcry. Then they changed the face. Great, but then when we got her, the plastic and everything just seemed very chintzy. So let's just hope. Mm. That this is them setting a high bar. That this is, you know, up there with the potty wagon and with the thunder tank and all that good stuff. Um, also, Bart is just like, think of all the Swedish fish you could smuggle in there. Great there little inside joke. When uh, I got a, a GI Joe HQ uh, courtesy <laughs> of Bart, um, he helped uh, get it to me as well, and he smuggled Swedish fish in the. I think I think Paul, you should be able to get a <laughs> lot in more in this. You should definitely get a lot more. So if you if you get this, send it to Bart. He's going to give you a ton of Swedish fish in there. And he'll send uh, it back to me. It's going to be a good time. Not a lot of people know this, but you could put your weed in here. <laughs> actually, <laughs> rather put Swedish fish in there. Actually, yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, I mean, I think maybe just using the globe as a bowl. No, <laughs> never. Yeah. Um, uh, something I want to throw out then, like, okay, around the table. So, Steve, I think it's safe to assume you're going to get one, right? Very safe at this point. I think, I okay. think, I, I, do, I do kind of want to make it contingent on hearing back from some work that might be coming my way, which will mark, okay. I think, the first professional gig bro. I've booked in five and a half years. Oh, hell yeah, brother. Holding Welcome thumbs, back bro. to the working force. Um, but even, even if that's not the case, um, if pop culture offer a payment plan for basically the entire period of its production, so I would only have to pay next year. 
I think that's that's the very lenient terms that it's on. Like I've looked at at how this thing is structured, and yeah, it's um, put in your order now, pay later, which is amazing. Which is something that um, Hasbro Pulse don't do, but like offshore partners of Hasbro Pulse do offer. Like in Singapore, it's um, Oh My Cybertron and Robo Robo. You can pay when the like put in a little bit of a deposit and actually pay when the toy arrives. So they carry the loss. How nice. That is impressive. Come on, Hasbro, you money grubbers. No, they want the money. Well, Sideshow used to do an amazing thing that I loved. Um, I mean, if I still use Sideshow, but when I was buying my Sideshow Joes, they let you pay up to it. So it was like a lay-by. So Hmm. you figure comes out, pre-order, cool. And you put in your first payment. far enough away that you can't actually pay it off before it even comes out. And they would make the final payment plus the shipping as when the figure arrives. So you wouldn't have to pay yeah. that before it arrives. Master Sun just uh, adding here. Thank uh, you saying again that for I the bought $5. The Silver Hawks. Very much, man. Uh, I bought the Silver Hawks when they said they can't do back metal. Three months later, we can do it in back metal. I wasted $300. I'm not happy with them. That would piss me off. Yeah. Um, well, then he obviously does. Yeah. That's the other side of the coin, guys. So, And it's good to see that. You know, we can't. I mean, I like Super 7, but they're not perfect no 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 big company is in the end um and that really is the risk you do take with anything in the end i mean look people are being burned with their their fireflies nowadays i mean like okay super seven that 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 does seem like a very shrewd um business right there like they they say they they they, they say something that they take what we take as a truth at the time and then roll back on it so the vac metal thing is that's disgusting. That's actually almost mean spirited. Um, yeah. But the flip side of that, can you blame them once they got the go ahead to do vac metal? I guess it was maybe a, a factory that um, said, "Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do." It. Um, maybe the, the, the truth well. kind of shifted for them as well, and so they were like, mm. "Well, now we have the option to do this. Should we go for it, even though we're going to get this kind of backlash?" I'm very sorry that Master Sun, you know, effectively lost three hundred dollars in it. I mean, I assume you got the Vac Metal Silverhawk figure then. Figures. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but that is a bit of backpedaling on their part, and hopefully they've learned from that. I think I think they at least apologized for that. I think did um, they? How unusual! I think they did. No, Brian wow. Flynn and Super Seven, they they normally are on the level with their uh, customers. I got to say that at least they don't do the Hasbro thing of kind of. You know, I know as much as the 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 the, the painted faces that were well, they looked painted in the renders with this latest wave, not latest wave, the, the previous wave, the flint wave of ultimates. Um, when people received their figures, it wasn't painted; it was plastic flesh, plastic colored, oh, which looks yeah. a little yeah. bit. Cheap. It looks shit. April O'Neil shit. is proof Ew, of that. Yeah. Looks shit. So yeah, I mean, Brian did go on the record and say, yeah, that's. That's spilt milk. We specified a thing to the factory. They delivered another thing. And maybe that's him blame shifting. Maybe he did know. But it doesn't seem like something they would have done on purpose. Particularly since the first wave used flesh-colored paint. And then later waves are also going to use flesh-colored paint. It does make it seem like somebody fucked up and apologies were made. So they're not so corporate-minded that they can't ever be seen to be wrong. You know, you, you're going to battle to get anyone to confess to, like, 
shortcomings. We try to save a bug. <laughs> yeah. mm. <laughs> we made a mistake. Whoops. Well, no, they'll just say the that. blanket thing of like, yes, mm -hmm. we um we are in conversation with the factories about certain issues that have cropped up. We're not happy either, but no one's going to say sorry. At least not from the Hasbro, Hasbro bunch. Um, well, anyway. Master Sun elaborates. He says, ah. I tried to cancel my orders before they were delivered because I got wind they were going to do this, uh, switching to the, oh. the, the VAC. And they yeah, wouldn't cancel it. Shifty. So he's that's definitely cool. exceptionally biased because of this. And I think that, yeah, if your own personal experience with the company is that they have treated you like shit, you're definitely not going to be getting um, anything mm. new from them. Uh, especially something that is such a huge um, put out of money to be able to afford. It's such a advocate of the yeah. business cuts into the enjoyment of a play thing. I mean, this is this is a, a strange crossroads between our adult brains, like thinking like, you know, this is a company making money, and our child brains like, this is a toy that I want to enjoy and play with. Like, I want the big mm. toy. Give me a toy. Yeah, listen, I the challenge is... It's a business. I don't I don't think any I don't think a business like Super Seven, at least the vibe I get from them, goes out of their way to screw people over. I think there's certain costs and price there's a cost of doing business sometimes. Sometimes you pay heavily for it, sometimes you pay socially for it. And so that's just how it is, unfortunately. It's just a thing. I'm not standing up for them. Because I also don't want to advocate a company and be like, oh my God, they're so great. Yeah, no, you, you don't just, just go like, like buy everything that they make with, without thinking about it. And he does, he goes on to say, I do value your opinions. I think you're great, but I'm just not feeling them. So maybe that's why I'm overly critical mm. of, of Super Saiyan. That's fair, man. Well, thank that's you. Totally I'm cool. grateful for anyone who jumps off the praise train because I've perhaps been a bit deafening in my enthusiasm for this project. But uh, mm. can you blame me? I am excited. I was battling to sleep before recording this podcast mm, and that's cool not because of the bloody rugby i was excited about talking about a new toy <laughs> oh <laughs> i can tell i can tell you're very excited about this it's certainly something worth getting excited for even if you hate the design or you hate the concept or you hate the company the fact that someone is as we said before taking a big swing on vintage gi joe either this is going to fall flat on its face or it could well usher in we could fall to new heights. I, I, I don't want to make such a grand statement, but it, it does feel like like everything up to this point was very gun-shy. And this is the breakthrough we've all been waiting for. This kind of, this has been yeah. waiting in the wings. Or we've been mm. praying for this kind of miracles. Like and I mean, Hail it's, Mary it's not just vintage O-ring figures. It's also the fig hopefully the fans of the, the, the reaction figures themselves. Or fans of the cartoon that might be able to get in on this and and do want a, a giant vehicle that represents something that they've that that was in the cartoons you know yes they've produced a couple of smaller vehicles i mean you know like quinn and this little like sled thing like this is like the first big thing that you get that Which i is think it's so cool actually exclusively from the cartoons so i think it is it's it is something that that should hopefully light the fire under not just vintage fans, but but yeah, fans of the cartoons and fans of the reaction line as well. I guess the question is, instead of wondering if they uh, could, they should be thinking about if they should. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Boys, I think I we can leave it there, to be honest. Yeah. I, I mean, we normally fill two hours, but I, I, we would normally have other things on the agenda. We could talk comic uh, cartoons. Yeah, we were scheduled to do some cartoons this episode, but I quite like the idea of this being a chat wholly focused on the mothership. Me too. Yeah. I know, absolutely. Um, and we've been all over the place. Like, I think we've discussed the, the pros, the cons. I mean, definitely um, Master Sun has brought up a lot of the, the, the cons, at least, of Super Saiyan themselves and maybe the process that they go through in producing some of the toys that they make and the mistakes that they've made in the I past. Like... So I think it's it's something that you, as a, as a listener or as a viewer, you have to decide for yourself. Like, is if, if it's, is, it, is it worth the cost? Are you willing to take the risk? Have, what have your own personal experiences with Super 7 been? Um, yeah. I'm going to be going over to my mate's place and playing with his Thunder Tank ASAP. Because I want to yeah. play test the thing. I want to see, do the hinges have a nice action? Do, do the wheels, the treads roll nice? I mean, what is the build quality of the Super 7 toy? These guys are unknown to me. I've been mm. very much in my lane, which perhaps makes me the prime candidate for something like this. I didn't go in on classified. I didn't go in on a Roboskull. I didn't go in on a PlayStation 5. I'm not a gamer. I get no value from a console. I mm. do get value from plastic. I have so. a giant, awesome toy. And yeah, it seems like people in the chat also agree. Um, Draws, I agree this could be a big swing indeed. I hope they succeed in the submission project. Runelife47 um, says, curious of this thing funds and whether that's enough to convince the lords at Hasbro that the scale is still alive and, and, and money. Oh, please don't take it back, Hasbro. You've broken well, my heart I too think, many times. Yeah. I think if it's a success, um, I'm hoping it's a success for Super 7 and it encourages them to want to explore um, the, uh, this, the the possibilities of, the, of creating um, O-ring figures, you know, a modern resurgence for O-ring, that style of figures. And, I, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Cody, that you're, you're late to the party. Oh, Actually, you're, you're even more late than thing. normal because we would have started three hours ago <laughs> Sorry, boys. It's creeping close to 2 a.m. South African time, <laughs> so I'm going to release my my compatriots. But no, I think no, before no, we the, do that, this is a good one. Tabuya J believes that Jason Voorhees is Dutch. Meneer Voorhees. Meneer Voorhees. Okay. <laughs> he could. How would, what would that be in Afrikaans? For what? Uh, what would we have changed it? Actually, well, if, Jason oh, isn't an Afrikaans name at all. Yeah. Well, that would have yeah, been although like, I know um, quite a few Afrikaans Jasons. Why? Um, that is yeah. I'm just thinking because remember when when the South Africans left the Netherlands, they mm. changed their surnames ever so to avoid tax. So if Jason was Fuhis, he would probably be called um, Furhees. Furhees. Oh, uh, um, Van Furhees. Van <laughs> Something Ooh, like that, probably. Thunder Hayes. Uh, well, either yeah. way, shout out to Friday the 13th. What fun. <laughs> Absolutely. I watched the, the cool review of um, Jason versus Fred, and it makes me want to watch that movie again. Really? Oh, yeah. I hate that movie. Yeah. Makes How me want to find a, a William movie? Shatner mask oh. and a doctor at the same That's Halloween. No, that's Halloween, oh. Stephen. Oh. We're talk- but, but thanks for the, the hockey mask. He's got the hockey ah, mask. Ah, man. <laughs> <laughs> can I, can right. I share something kind of cool that happened oh, just before okay. we all have to Some run out? Some new shit, Paul? Uh, just before that. There is new shit, but I just want to just look at our little agenda for this episode. 
So we sort of discussed the base offering. We kind of discussed the tiers. I mean, we mentioned ta- uh, like this parachute a little bit and the add-ons a little bit. Discussions of cost and value, we definitely did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what gets us jazzed about the set? I think we did that in little bits and pieces, but I don't think we yeah. sort of like quickly. No, I mean, I think thing. the jazzingness of it, I mean, is is that it's a new figure. It's a new thing. It's a, it's a new uh, it's something we've never had in the s- scale, as it were. I think, yeah, no, we, we're definitely jazzed about it, Paul. What are our potential nitpicks? I feel like I mentioned something about the flight pod. Steve, the you flight mentioned pods, the... You mentioned the lighting. Paul, you also mentioned the armory. You don't like that it's fixed in there. I don't um, like the pre-molded stuff that's like fixed in. Well, the Hans worried about the uh, putting in modern figures. Will, will it work with modern figures as well? That was also a concern. Yeah, that's that. a potential quibble. Yeah. So as another well. nitpick I have with this thing, oh, it's not a nitpick actually. Um, I see it as a potential opportunity for some. So because the removable pop plate, you know, is there, and mm. it's very blue, and I know it's going to serve nobody when it's closed. But I think very cool large stickers of uh, like a Sunbow-esque environment printed on there with all kinds of HUD details would look really, really cool as well. Mm. Like for the inside, just to give it that extra edge. So that if you wanted to display it and have the shell up somehow, you could do that. But anyway, that could be fun. Baroness. Um, like that's... Oh, dude. <laughs> I would be so there Cell for that. walls. <laughs> speculation on what the O-ring Scarlet and Super 7 well, means for sleeping the with the enemy. We did that. Do you want a mothership? Uh, yes, I would love a death adder. Um, are you going to get one? Yeah, so that I feel like we covered all of it. Nice one, boys. Yeah, now we, I can get on to, to new stuff. So one of my co Thanks again to the 40-some people that joined us on this adventure. Yeah, you and the legend. countless more that uh, will listen Absolutely. to us on the replay. And thank you we'll again, Master Sun. Countless people. Countless, countless. Master countless Sun, people. thank you so much for the $10. Really appreciate it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And totally, dude. Like Michelle comes in, nice comes chat. in, saying it's breathing life into the three recordings collections and super doing O rings. This is huge. Couldn't agree. Well, more. this yeah. thing was featured. This thing was featured in an article that was posted by IG in Africa, of all things. Like of all the shit that I see that local IGN posting, I was surprised to see that they posted about the GI Joe Death Adder. Um, <laughs> anyway. He's so, rolling with that. Like, He's rolling hard. I'm Probably rolling the biggest that. nitpick, as Darren says, is it does not actually fly. But I mean, as Bart said earlier, it can. someone has it to can. make this into a drone. I can guarantee if you get this ho- uh, get this thing home, oh, for and sure. you, you have got both to pay, and your significant other sees this and knows how much it costs, you will see it fly on day <laughs> one. You will see it fly <laughs> so hard. That it will bend time and space around you, I promise you. Anyway, one of my co-workers <laughs> is immigrating. Um, and he has some old toys. And he asked me if I'd be interested in them. Mm. Uh, and he was, yeah, and, and two of the toys he mentioned was just like a StarCraft Space Marine, which is quite cool, actually. And some Stan Winston's monsters, which sounded cool. But he didn't, he neglected to mention these. And I was very, very, very excited uh, when he get, handed me the bag the other day. And it had these wonderful fellows in there. So oh, I hate uh, my phone camera sometimes. TMNT baddies. Yeah. CMNT baddies. I got a case. Well, and Casey Jones, not a baddie. Casey Jones just likes delicious crime. Um, but yeah, I got Casey Jones, which I've never had a vintage of, which I always wanted. 
And so I'm glad. I've been re reconnected with a Rat King, which I had as a kid. Absolutely love this toy. Uh, probably one of the few. It's the last Super 7 figure, this in Usagi Yojimbo. If they did a proper Rat King, uh, I would get it from Super 7. So here's holding out. And this Rocksteady, which would be my second Rocksteady. But here's the fun thing. This Rocksteady has got a soft head. And my original has got a hard head. And that is pretty rad. It's my mm. only soft head Ninja Turtle figure. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. So how nice is that? It's like a nice little like surprise. So anyway. Very yes. cool. I love when my camera does this stupid over-sharpening crap. It irritates the cuck out of me. Anyway, let's get away from that. But anyway, <laughs> that was like camera. a nice little get bonus. I now have Casey Jones in my life. And hell yeah. I'm very pleased. And you can see he's definitely had lots of play in his time. He's got very, like, paint very apps cool. missing and he's been grinded up there. He's great, man. So great. And it looks like again, a, uh, sort of like <laughs> an open match that has been played over his skin, sort of blackened in places. Love that. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's all Very of that stuff. It's, He's it's been great. outside for sure. And thanks, Come Master. I'm glad you enjoyed the compilations. Puke. And I'm glad you're allowed to watch them at work. I'm yeah, he's watching That's our cool. uh, our play motion compilation videos at work. Nice. Hell yeah. You have one at life. Oh. Yes, thank you. Um, Cody, guys. Cody wonders <laughs> how much it weighs. Given the wall thickness of that thing, I'm not going to be able to calculate the pounds, mm. but um, I wouldn't be surprised if this thing weighs close to 10 kilograms. Would that be... Would that track... It's certainly not no, swooshable. I, I don't know how much things weigh. It's I mean, not swooshable lighter. with one hand. And I'm going to tell you something for nothing. The Haslab Sky Striker, with all its bells and whistles, makes it prohibitively unswooshable for one-handed play. I, I swooshed it for a little bit of play motion action one day, and I was like, oh, my forearms are aching. This thing is not Weak. the kind of toy you can use one hand. You gotta go to the gym. So, yeah, these toys are getting heavy, man. Thick plastic. Mm. Anyway, I'm not complaining. Toys are it's, crazy, well made. It's yeah. Damn it, man. They need to be. They need to be this brittle eggshell again, just like in old old school terradrome days. And um, yeah, Michelle, uh, we had a at the, the chat was having a great discussion earlier that. Um, if you do buy this mothership, you definitely have to. There has to be a clause where you make a play motion or you make a stop motion or something with it. So I think if people do buy this, they're definitely going to make a lot of content with it. You have to. You know yeah, what? Like it's, it's just too cool. Such a great marketing thing for Super 7 would be to make it that like they will rebate the full price of the, <laughs> the item to you if you release the best video or play motion with this thing. I think that would be amazing. Trying to do the math, we would have to have a video that gets about a hundred million hits <laughs> to get ad revenue now to pay for this thing. So <laughs> forget about it. Well, yeah, it's just gonna be our biggest video. That, that's worry. on a scale, hey? Remember, it doesn't it's not it's not just like linear. The more I, views you get, I, you get I more. hate I hate thinking about YouTube. It breaks yeah. my brain. Um, but it is a platform that has given us an opportunity to chat to the three of us and and put it into the world. Thank you, Robo Moto World. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. I need to get the mothership just so I can put a Samuel L. Jackson figure in it. You know why. Yes, dude. I know why. Somebody's <laughs> got to buy me a mother-fluffing snake ship. 
<laughs> I need a, a snake plane. Give it to me. I love it. Too. And that's my ship, the one that says the bad motherfucker on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. We are out. Thanks for the chat for joining us. Thanks for everyone yeah. watching for coming through. Great time. Thanks and also, thank you, Super Seven, the for having around these things. Yes, thank you yeah. to the designers from Super Seven for for uh, rolling heavy. I, I hope, I hope it has no problems in this production process, and I hope, yeah, I hope, I hope there are no issues. There's that. But we Cheers will be watching very interestedly. For Does this Belacoba make me look fat? Does that kind of rubber band? Later. <laughs> 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 <laughs>